Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Folks, Black Star Network is this. Hold no punches. A real uh, revolutionary right now. Support this man, Black Media. He makes sure that our stories are told. I thank you for being the voice of Black America, Roller. Hey, Black, I love y'all. All momentum we have now. We have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be skate. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Roller Martin Unfiltered, broadcasting live from the Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington, Texas. 
uh, where we'll be, of course, talking to various candidates here who are running uh, in Tarrant County uh, here in the DFW area. On today's show, streaming live on the Black Star Network, black men uh, say they're not getting the attention they deserve. We'll talk to uh, someone who wrote a piece for CNN.com about that very issue. Also, Charlie Crist uh, is running for governor of Florida. He wants to beat Ron DeSantis. We will, he will join us on today's show as well. We'll also talk about new polls out showing tightening races happening in North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, as well. Plus, uh, on uh, today's show, we'll be joined by Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey. It's a jam-packed show, folks. It is time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Black voters are going to be critical all across this country, but especially here uh, in the uh, area of Dallas-Fort Worth. We're in Tarrant County, the Texas Rangers Golf Club, uh, for a GOTV event taking place here. Nikel Terry Ellis is a award-winning journalist for uh, CNN's uh, race and ethnic team. And uh, she wrote a, first of all, wrote a column dealing with the very issue of black men say they feel ignored in this campaign. Nikel joins us right now. Nikel, glad to have you on the show. Thanks, Roland. Good to be here. So first and foremost, we've been covering this issue, frankly, for the last 10 years. Uh, and one of the issues is that from a Democratic and progressive standpoint, uh, they have not paid any attention to black men saying specifically, how are you speaking to us, your Republicans who are trying to pick them off by actually trying to target them? Yes, and that is the issue. And that is the point of the story that I wrote this week is that the black men who I've spoken with, Um, just regular everyday black male voters, as well as some political analysts and some activists. And the feeling is that black men feel largely ignored by politicians. The issues that they care most about, um, including financial freedom, um, uh, financial security, police reform, um, equal investment in predominantly black schools, um, just assistance for them and resources for them as entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, They don't feel supported in that lane. Mental health resources. All of these are things that Black men really care about. And they don't feel that politicians and candidates are really speaking to them. And that's part of their issue. And the fear is that some Black men simply will not vote because they don't feel that either candidate from the Democratic or Republican Party is speaking to them in the issues that they care most about. Did uh, any Democratic officials speak to that issue in terms of uh, what what they should be doing, what what they're not doing? Well, Stacey Abrams, who is running for governor for the second time here in Georgia, she has actually made a late effort to reach Black men with some events that she's been hosting in the last several months, the last couple months, actually, uh, that target Black men. 
speaking to the issues that they care about. But I think that some men feel as though um, they th that some candidates kind of pander to them um, just to kind of get their vote. And Abrams has been struggling with getting the support of black men. So I think the feeling is that you know, with them, with her kind of making these late efforts to reach them, they kind of wonder whether it's genuine and if she's actually going to get in office if she wins and um, actually address these issues that they do care about. So um, there is concern. But that's, conf um, that, but that, that, but that, but, but that's confusing to me because uh, it's, it's, first of all, she has an entire section on her website that specifically uh, deals with black men. And so if folks say I'm being ignored, but she's actually paying attention to them, then it's like, oh, well, I don't know if she's actually going to do it. Well, it, that's sort of like an oxymoron. She's actually doing it, but they're saying she's not really doing it. Well, I think they feel as though Democrats have made similar promises before and they haven't followed through. So I think they're saying, I mean, they're not saying that they're not going to support Stacey Abrams at all. There are some black men who I interviewed who actually do plan to vote for her. But the concern is that, is she going to get in office and actually do the things that she lays out in the agenda on her website? Well, in order for her to... See, this is the thing that I keep trying to explain to a bunch of people. You got to win to do those things. So if you don't win, it's a, it's, it's a wasted conversation. And then the question is, what the hell has Brian Kemp done? Yeah, and I think that, that's, that that is a valid point, Roland. I think that a candidate has to get an office to actually or get a chance to be the governor and get an office and actually follow through on those things to make it, to make it happen. The concern is that in the past, the things that they have asked for the things that Democrats have promised them in some cases have not happened. So that was the point of the sword said that they just feel concerned that, you know, she will get an office and that it won't happen. But you're right. She has to win in order for them to see that she will keep her promises. Uh, and I think uh, I, I would dare say that there's a better shot of Stacey Abrams doing those things for these black men than Brian Kemp actually doing those things. Uh, Nikhil, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, folks can go to CNN.com to check out uh, your piece. Thanks, Roland. All right. Thanks a lot. Folks, uh, we're going to be joined shortly by uh, Charlie Christ, uh, who's running for governor of Florida. So, Control Room, let me know when we have Charlie on the show. Uh, right now, what I want to do is uh, I want to bring in um, my panel here uh, to uh, to talk about uh, these issues. Erica Savage, founder of the Reframe Brain. Reese Colbert, founder of Black Women Views, Dr. Greg Carr, Department of Afro-American Studies, Howard University. Of course, glad to have all three of you here. Greg, I want to start with you. And, and, and this is the thing that, that as we wait for Charlie Christ to come on here that I keep saying. I keep hearing all these people who yell, tangibles, tangible, tangibles. You can't get something if a person doesn't win. Then you say, well, I'm not going to vote unless I get something. Okay, let me be clear. You can't get something if they don't win. If you don't vote, they're not going to win, which means you're not going to get something. Uh, Roland, I we know what this is. This isn't about policy. This is about celebrity. This story, and, and frankly, all commercial news, entertainment, media, uh, they shouldn't be called the fourth estate anymore. There's been an estate sale. They're talking about advertising. The real story here is how in the United States of America, we continue to conflate celebrity and personalities with policy. The, the things in the report that Sister Lennon wrote that black that these brothers that she interviewed say they want, 
they want police reform. That's the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Mm-hmm. They want to deal with you know health care and provide for the family. There's a billion dollars on the table that the white nationalists of Georgia, led by their governor and legislature, will not allow Medicaid expansion. Twelve states mm-hmm. in this country, eight of which are the old Confederacy, will not allow. See, you know, I stopped mm-hmm. short of mm-hmm. saying that we are a race of children. I want to focus in on those people who keep saying the same thing and clearly opening their mouths, putting their brains on display and say what they're, when they say these things, what they're really saying is, I haven't paid attention. I haven't looked at that website. I haven't looked at any of those things. And when you see the word tangibles, that is the weaponized ignorance that Reese has been talking about. It's a misinformation campaign. The real story is about the immaturity of the American voter. And unfortunately, Black people aren't exempt from that ignorance. I, I'm going to hold tight one second. I'm going to continue this conversation. Uh, we got Charlie Chris on the line. We had some technical issues, which is why we're late. No, he has a hard out, so I want to quickly go to him. Um, you're, you're a former governor, a former congressman. You run against Ron DeSantis. Uh, based upon what polls look like right now, uh, it's, it's not looking good. What are you and others doing to get Democrats in that state moving? I saw an item earlier where you've got, what, 800,000-plus uh, Democrats that were equipped ballots that were requested by Democrats that have not been returned. You know, what's happening to get people moving to make sure they're voting? Right, right. That's right. Well, we need to make sure that they get those ballots turned back in, those that have mail-in ballots, of course. Uh, but in addition, in recent polling we've seen in the last two days, a poll called the um, uh, listening poll out of Pensacola, Florida, had us up by eight. And the real difference, uh, Roland, was women. Uh, because when you looked at the cross tabs after the original overall general uh, polling was uh, 54 to 46, um, you looked among men, and DeSantis was leading you know, 53 to 47, but then you go to women, and we were ahead. We had almost 58 percent of the women vote. So th- this, this Roe v. Wade decision is having a huge impact in Florida. Uh, I think it's going to be a difference maker, a game changer. Uh, without a doubt, uh, and I look forward to the next uh, five days ahead and continue to campaign with enthusiasm and energy and excitement. You also have the importance of young voters. Uh, if they turn out 35, 40, 45 percent, that could be the difference maker. You've got those Parkland students uh, who have been out there campaigning, raising money as well. Uh, and so what are you saying to those young voters in Florida to get them out? They're not turning out for early voting. Hopefully they're going to be showing up on Election Day. Well, they're very concerned about education, obviously. And, you know, I used to serve as education commissioner for the state of Florida. I'm the last elected education commissioner of Florida. And and I know that education is critical to young people throughout the state. And, and whether you're talking about going on and, and getting a college education or the opportunity to get educated in a trade, uh, both are important. And we have to emphasize both. But we have to pay our teachers more. Right now, you know, we're the third largest state in the country. We're paying our teachers 48th out of 50 states. That's embarrassing under the DeSantis administration. It needs to be changed. We need to refocus on education. And young voters care deeply about that. And young women voters care deeply about their right to choose and their their individual freedom. Uh 
Well, uh, Charlie Christ, uh, sorry we had the technical issues earlier uh, coming here from Texas. Our time got was short, and I know you have a hard out. Uh, good luck. Drive those uh, uh, drive those young voters uh, as well as African-American voters there in Florida uh, because I keep trying to tell folks, uh, if you don't vote, shut the hell up. That's right. That's right. And But when we vote, we win. God bless you, Roland. Thank you so much for having me. Charlie Chris, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Got to go back to uh, my panel, Greg, Reese, uh, and Erica. And and, and Erica, uh, I, I'll go to you. I mean, it, it, it is absolutely uh, mind-boggling. It, it like when I hear people say these things, it's like, oh, this hasn't been done. This hasn't been done. This hasn't been done. Um, it drives me crazy because things have been done now. We had Terrence Woodbury on with Hit Strategies yesterday, and one of the things he talked about was a lot of people said what hadn't been done, and then when they were told what actually has been passed, people were kind of like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And so part of this thing also is on Democratic officials in D.C., in these states, the, the infrastructure as well, these parties, to have messaging where, you, where you're fully explaining it. I know Reese is Reese and I, we text about this all the time. I mean, you have to, as Joe Masters say, put it where the goats can get it. Uh, and unfortunately, they have not been properly messaging, telling people what they've actually accomplished. I literally had some fool, uh, some fool tweet me today saying, because um, he was responding to a comment I made about HBCUs. He said, well, tell your guy Biden to throw some more uh, money towards HBCUs like tr Donald Trump did. And I was like, are you stupid? Yes. Do you even understand the $6 billion that's gone to HBCUs? I mean, people literally are walking around acting as if, Nothing has been done. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They're going to start feeling the heat. You know, we've been talking about this for now, Roland, this pa this panel collectively for four years now. Um, so the hashtag we tried to tell you is definitely going to be hitting a little differently here very soon. You know, I I've been talking about on social media, you know, what are you going to do when you have to pay to log in? Well, guess what? On Twitter, um, though this is totally separate, but you're talking about for people to keep the check that literally lets people know that, hey, this person is an authority, they're an expert, they're certified, so to speak, in their field of expertise, that that is going to come at a cost at a premium. So if everybody or if people are paying attention to only what is highlighted on social media, to only what is catching their attention via me, you're only going to catch the junk mail. The real life stuff is happening by way of reading and being informed. There is still personal responsibility, regardless of party, regardless of officials, regardless of who's in office, to know what the hell is going on in your own damn house. And your house is your township. It is your borough. It is whatever it is that describes where you live. It is your responsibility to learn that. Listen. For the past year and a half, I've been very, very honest and open and transparent about this recovery process I've been going through with my brain injury. Do you think if I operated by the hell, the way I was feeling, I would be in the position where I'm able to communicate with this panel and with rolling into the audience again? Hell no. Simply to say this, fuck your feelings. I'm so damn glad that Fannie Lou Hamer wasn't thinking about her feelings when she told the sharecropper, Hell no, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I am going to live in a more dignified way. When she asked, tell me a little bit more about this voting thing and how can I then engage the folks around me 
to participate in not only voting, but also getting more people to vote as well. I'm so glad Harriet Tubman didn't get in her feelings when she was leading generations of us to a place of freedom. So honestly, at this point, at this juncture in the road, everybody has to take responsibility for what's happening in their own damn house, which is to say this, if you still have an opportunity to early vote, which a lot of people do up until this Saturday, go and take care of that. If you're going to wait until next Tuesday to do it, do it as early as possible. But after those polls close, whatever you didn't do, if you were spending your time listening to what Uncle Luke said and then reposting that and making that what you believe to be reality, then, baby, what is to come mm. is absolutely explicitly on you. Period. Because that person and, and, and that family did not participate in upholding the little bit of democracy that we have left. And, and Reese, I, again, I, I, I laugh at these people uh, who who listen to these of uh, these again these YouTubeologists uh, who their entire focus uh, is to spread misinformation, disinformation, and they love talking about oh. You are a shield for Democrats. Okay, so so let's just break down what uh, Nikhil just said. So if if you're a black man out there and you say that you care about criminal justice reform, okay, this is a this is a A and B test. A Republicans, B Democrats. Which party blocked the George Floyd Justice Act? A or B? To my panel, what what is it? Republicans. Republicans, A. Yeah. A. Okay. So Democrats were down for it. Republicans blocked it. Okay. Uh, Big Mama got diabetes, paying a hell of a lot of money for her insulin. Which party wanted to cap insulin at $35? A, Democrats, B, Republicans. B, Democrats. Okay, the damn. It was A, A, A. I'm sorry, I switched to A's and B's. So Democrats, A. So Democrats wanted to cap this at $35. Republicans. (laughs) Gotcha. That's fine. You said Democrat Republican. Okay, so Democrats wanted to cap it at $35. Yes. In the wake of the George, uh, the wake of the massacre in Buffalo, Mm. um, you had... uh, Congressman Jamal Bowman, who put forth a resolution calling out white supremacy um, mm-hmm. after that shooting. Which party voted against his resolution, Republicans or Democrats? Republicans. Republicans. Gotcha. So let, let, me, let, me, let me go to my, go to, go to my next question. This is my final question before I go to you, Reese. Uh, and that is, and I'm, I'm thinking back to exactly what... Um, what this idea of financial freedom when president obama was in office contracts were unbundled allowing for black owned firms to be able to actually try to land government contracts under donald trump contracts were bundled freezing black folks out of getting contracts under joe biden they went back to unbundling the contracts so if you are a black business owner, which presidency would you likely benefit from contracts? 
would it be a Republican or a Democrat? Democrat. Democrat. Okay. Now, I'm not telling somebody, Reese, you need to love all Democrats. They're not saying they hang the moon, all of that. But what I'm doing, I'm taking the very same issues these folks are complaining about, and I'm applying in real time what's actually done and now leaving you with a choice. Republicans or Democrats? Right. Because that's who's running. Sure, Evan McMullen is running as an independent in Utah. Sure, Angus King is um, is an independent. But at the end of the day, when folks are voting, they're either voting for the Republican. I went and voted today in Dallas County. I think only in one race there was a Libertarian. In every other race, which is like 200 races, it was either a D or Come on. And 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 the parties could not be more polar opposite. Uh, we're at a time where there is complete polarization in our politics. And the Republicans are radical extremists who want to strip away our citizenship and our humanity. That's just a fact. And it's amazing to me how people are not talking as much about the fact that they are brazenly running. Mike Lee in Utah is running against Evan McMullen, who's the, who's the incumbent senator, is saying that they want to phase out Medicaid, uh, Medicare, and Social Security. So if your old ass is on a fixed income, like I saw some white lady in, in the Wall Street Journal talking about she's on a fixed income, the Republicans are going to take your shit away. Period. That's what they're trying to do. I'm, I'm just really not in the mood for... The, vi- the 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 whining and the complaining. Yeah. I'm just let's just break down a couple of things. Right now, if we want to talk about black men, you have black man who is the gubernatorial candidate in Arkansas, Dr. Chris Jones. Where's the support for him? You have um Charles Booker, who is the Den- the the Democratic Senate candidate in Kentucky. Where's the support for him? You have Gary Chambers in Louisiana. He tweeted the other, posted the other day that 25,000 black people had voted early and there are 900,000 black voters. Where's the support for him? You have Raphael Warnock, who is the incumbent senator in Georgia. Where's the support for him? And if you be honest, there's Herschel Walker. Maybe if you're not a Democrat and Republican, okay, you got, you got black men running too on the Republican side. They're crazy as all shit, but they're there. You have Mandela Barnes <laughs> in Wisconsin who is running for Senate. Where's the support for him? Let's go back to Pennsylvania. If you're not happy with Fetterman, where was the support for Malcolm Kenyatta in the primaries in Philadelphia didn't show up? Come on. We have in Maryland, you have Wes Moore, who is running for governor. He's probably going to win, so that's a good thing. But we have seen, this is now the second cycle where we have had black men as the statewide Democratic Senate candidate in multiple states, who have been the candidates for governor. So I, I, I'm just not overly sympathetic of five days out from the election from here in the whole nobody's coming to talk to me. We've been, we, we've been saying that it's important to talk to black men, but now is not the time for sob stories. Like Dr. Carr said, are you paying attention though? Check your mm-hmm. algorithms. Is your mm-hmm. algorithms giving mm-hmm. you more about Kyrie Irving? Or more about uh, what's happening with environmental justice, more what's happening with climate change, more what's happening with the Inflation Reduction Act. 
That's your algorithm doing that. That's you doing that. That's what your clicks and your likes and your retweets, your shares and your saves are doing to you. So it's time for you to step the fuck up. Step up. Right. I get it. I get it. We all want people to cater to us and roll off the red carpet, but God damn it, our lives are on the line here. Do mm-hmm. your motherfucking part. You ain't got to like doing it. You can complain. I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but just damn do it because we all got to do it. And unfortunately, we can't rely on the white women in the suburbs <laughs> to care about abortion rights, to care about their citizenship. Mm-hmm. They'll be okay, kind of, but black people, we really, 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 really on the chopping block right now, okay? We're going to need an underground railroad to go from Atlanta uh, that... to New York City. So I'm just saying, mm. we we can always get more. I ain't going to argue with that. But show up. If you ain't going to show up for nobody else, at least show up for the black men running. The last thing, I just have one more thing to say. I don't understand how you can be in Georgia and complain about what the Democrats haven't done for you or what Stacey Abrams hasn't done for you when the Republicans have had a trifecta of the of the of the of the assembly, the Senate and the governor's mansion since 2005. That's 17 years of Republicans fucking shit up. Brian mm-hmm. Kemp not expanding Medicaid. Mm-hmm. He just got rid of rental assistance. A trauma unit just closed in Atlanta. He's oh, underfunding yep. education. I can go on down the line. It's not even like people are just not doing anything. They're actively hostile towards your existence and your citizenship, stripping away voting rights. 17 years of them. Ask what the fuck those people are doing for you. Because last I checked, Mm -hmm. it's nothing but harm. Don't hold the Democrats accountable for the Republican trifecta. Do something different. Stacey Abrams is something different. Can she get her plans done? TBD, but you got to vote for her first. But we know what Brian Kemp has, nothing but more mayhem and carnage for Black people, period. And that goes for all Republicans. And for anybody who actually, uh, anybody who actually um, says that you care about small businesses, African-Americans have received less than 1% of state contracts in Georgia under Brian Kemp. Less than one percent. Just, just letting y'all know. Let me say this real quick here. Um, and um, Christopher Frazier, um, unprofessional with all the cursing. Uh, Christopher, get your own show. The show you on you on my chat room. Uh, so when you watch uh, Bill Maher on HBO. Uh, they cuss, same thing on Showtime. Uh, and so sometimes we do that. So if you got a problem with it, um, you're more than happy to go somewhere else. So deal with it. All right, folks. We're going to talk. Can I just say one more <laughs> Christopher Frazier, did you catch Republicans eliminating Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid? Did you catch them eliminating rental assistance? Did you catch them blocking Medicaid expansion? Or all you get was the cussing? Grow up, as Dr. Carr would say. Be more mature, okay? Don't miss the message because you so busy trying to tone police people when Republicans are after our whole, like I said, goddamn citizenship and humanity. Be more outraged about that. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Hold tight one second, folks. We come back. We'll talk more. Again, five days until Election Day. We are here uh, at the Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington, Texas, sitting right between Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, there's an event taking place here. Get out the vote event from 6 to 9. Uh, we'll be live from here, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, and so uh, look forward to you guys all coming back. Uh, hold tight one second. Be sure to download the Black Shirt Network app. Uh, and we have finally crossed the 50,000 download threshold. Congratulations. We certainly took us a while to get there, but I'm glad that we did. Download the app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also support our Bring the Funk fan club where your dollars will make it possible for us to do what we do. Uh, check your money order to go to the P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 2003. 37-0196 Cash App Dollar Sign RM Unfiltered PayPal is um, Martin Unfiltered Venmo is RM Unfiltered Zale is rolling at RolandSMartin.com Rolling at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com And be sure to get a copy of my book White Fear For the Brownie of America is making white folks lose their minds Available at all bookstores You can get it online Amazon, Barnes & Noble Also download it from Audible as well We'll be right back When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. It's time to know your rights. If someone is questioning your right to vote, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. For more information, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. We've got to stand up. Republicans are banning abortion rights, tearing down democracy, blocking progress. But when Democrats stand together, we win. Because we voted, Democrats stood up for black lives, voting to ban police chokeholds, stood up for black women, putting one on the Supreme Court, stood up for our families, lowering cost of health care and prescriptions and capping insulin, and stood up for millions by slashing student debt. This November, let's stand up together and keep making progress. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. It's Kim Whitley. Yo, what's up? This your boy Ice Cube. Hey, yo, Peace World. What's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon. And you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. will be joined by uh, Texas State Representative Jasmine Crockett. She, of course, is um, uh, running for Congress. Deborah Peoples is running for Tarrant County Judge. There are a number of other candidates who will be coming through here. We'll be chatting with them as well. Uh, looking forward to that. So we'll be live. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come on out. We'll be here from 6 to 9 local time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Central to 9 p.m. Central. And so I uh, look forward to you guys uh, coming on out. All right, folks, uh, let's continue talking uh, politics. Uh, the uh, crucial races uh, that are coming up again senate races that are taking place all over but also we got to focus on secretaries of state and attorney general races those are equally important as well and that right there uh Reese, i think is important for people to understand uh we and why why are these MAGA republicans why do they want control of those two uh particular uh areas because first of all it's the secretaries of state 
that control the elections. That's why they want those positions. It's the attorney general who also is making those uh, legal rulings, who's enforcing those laws as well. Uh, and so all too often, folks have ignored sort of those down ballot races, really thinking the sexier races, U.S. Senate races, U.S. House races, and gubernatorial races. But we are seeing how critically important the secretary of state and the attorney general is. Right now, the attorney generals, um, the attorneys generals for Republicans are blocking student loan debt cancellation. Um, it's 30-something of them. And uh, in terms of the secretaries of states, they're the ones who oversee elections, uh, sometimes certify the elections or different roles in different states. And so there is definitely a power grab there. Republicans are desperate to hold on to power. And they know that they're not going to be able to do that with a majority vote for much longer. In some cases, they don't need it, like in Wisconsin, because it's gerrymandered to death. And so even though they never get a majority of the votes in terms of by district, they still have a near supermajority in the legislature. And so when we're going to the ballots, to the box this time, we have to pay attention to all of these races. And I mentioned earlier Black male, uh, candidates and other races. In Maryland, you have Anthony Brown, who's running for attorney general there. Um, you have Black lieutenant governors across the country who are on the ballot as well. Um, and so this is not something that we can take for granted. We have a very right-wing extreme court right now, and anything that the Republican attorneys generals put in front of them, they're going to try to rule for. So the best thing that we can do is get as few of them or get as many of them out of office and make sure as few of them get into office as possible. Greg, you've got uh, these sheriffs in Minnesota. They are targeting... Uh, Keith Ellison uh, over defund the police uh, because his son was one of the folks involved in that movement. He is in a very tight race there. You got Aaron Ford, a brother who is attorney general in Nevada, another critical race. Kwame Raul, who's attorney general in Illinois. And so there are African-Americans, you know, who are who are in these races. And so uh, it, it it's really about, again, trying to get people to understand why these races matter uh, and why we must be thinking about politics in a much different way. Uh, also, people, the p folks who was the county judge here on BTEC with Deborah Peoples, she ran for, we were last year, she ran for mayor of Fort Worth, but she's running for county judge. Again, that's controlling the resources. Linda Hidalgo, uh, the young Latina in, in Harris County who was elected, who's running for re-election. They've been targeting her because they don't want her. C again, controlling the purse, purse strings in the county. And so uh, it, it's, it's trying to get people to understand you can't keep saying you want these issues addressed, but then you don't actually vote for the very people who can address the issues that you say you care about. Absolutely. And, and Reese, you brought up Gary Chambers. Not only do you not vote for the issues you care about, and by the way, brothers, in the CNN article, you said that one of the things you were concerned about was student debt. Well, guess which party is like, go to hell. And it filed lawsuits. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, I stopped that. But, um, you know, not only do you not vote for the issues you care about, you don't vote. This is the issue. These polls, these horse race polls that commercial news entertainment media are using to attach to a narrative of tight races, ignore all of them. Ignore all of them. If you simply go out and vote, this will take, can, can take some, much of it can take care of itself. Uh, when we talked to Richard Kreitner uh, on, at the Black Table about a month ago, the author of the book, Break It Up. He reminded us that the central theme in U.S. history is secession. They never wanted this to be a country in the first place. The white nationalists are very serious about the fact that they will either wreck this federal framework or they're going to 
control it. That is it. And so, you know, my revolutionary friends who are like, yeah, well, you know, we just, you know, okay, everybody, I'm not going to say be quiet. I'm going to say keep talking, but I'm going to turn the volume down because you're a distraction at this point. What you're seeing at the state level, I mean, on December the 7th, there's going to be a Supreme Court case heard, Moore versus Harper, where these wild white nationalists, two white nationalist legislatures in North, legislatures in North Carolina are arguing that the state legislatures ought to be able to control time, place, and matter of elections. They can displace election officials. If they win, and they probably will win because the white nationalists have the upper hand at the Supreme Court, you're going to see a radical transformation in voting rights at the state level. And then finally, as you mentioned, as you talk about these secretaries of state, let's be very clear. This nut in Arizona and all these other people that would want in that want to run for governor, for example, in Wisconsin, it's like, you know, if I win, the, the Republicans will never lose another election. These white nationalists are determined to rule from the state house. They're within a couple of state legislatures of being able to call a federal constitutional convention where they're going to enshrine some of this theocracy, handmaid's tale stuff at the national level. But failing that, they are going to trap eight of the 12 states that haven't expanded Medicare are in the old Confederacy. Our people are being held hostage and so are the poor whites who simply, as you write in your book, White Fear, would rather have their whiteness than their lives. And, and so finally, when we think about this in the context of this clear race war, clear race mm -hmm. war. What we're talking yep. about is a group of people so driven by their whiteness that they will take their votes and give them to the oligarchs who have spent, and I think you tweeted something out today, Roland, upward of a billion, almost a billion dollars worth of money pumping into controlling so they can get all their profit back tenfold. This We're now fighting not only for our lives, we're fighting for the possibility, against the possibility, that we won't even be able to have freedom of movement in this country. And if you think that's alarmist, mm. as you said, Erica, just wait on it. Just wait on yeah. it. And, you know, yeah. this ain't about being right. I don't give a damn about yeah. that. I mean, I have insurance. I got my piece of job. You know what I'm saying? But what about those people who you claim you love so much who going to get a leg cut off or lose a toe or, as you say, got high mm -hmm. blood pressure and stroke, you know, who who hobbling to try to make it from day to day? If you say you love those people, you are a liar. You are a That's liar. Right. Because you do not love them enough to stand in between these devils and harm's way. So all you're doing is running your mouth. And I'm not going to tell you to be quiet. I'm just going to turn the volume down and try to get two or three more people to add to the voters' roll because we got to go vote. Yeah. Yeah. Erica. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season now's the time to buy at fisher homes for a limited time only enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375 percent apr 6.139 percent apr with these exclusive lower rates you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home financing provided by victory mortgage llc nmls 461249 equal housing lender Erica? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Reese and Greg tied a really nice bow on this. And, you know, when you talked about businesses, when you think about people making applications to do business and be recognized through their state, secretaries of state, they also, um, um, they also own that um, part as well. So there are lots of components. The bottom line being is that there's so much at stake that I think that this mirage of well, I can just kind of scroll and things will just be the way that they've always been when they're severely disrupted. Um, and so to to Greg's point, really turning down the noise on people who only seem to come out around this time to dissuade. Mm-hmm. They come out, they bring all of this laundry from years of things that they say that have not been remedied while the world around us continues to crumble and fall apart. So we kind of we continue to see this story over and over again. The immediate response should be to do the thing that we don't have to do all of the time, which is vote. Go to your Secretary of State's website so you can go and see the sample ballot, so you can see what's on the ballot, so you can see who's on the ballot. So if the language does not seem to be something that you understand, that you have time to throw it into the Google so that you can understand the language or whatever that referendum is. But be familiar enough and care enough about what is going on in your house? And as Greg said, the people around around it that it will have impact on, to do that at least and go and vote. I cannot invoke enough. And Roland has this shirt around voting like your ancestors died for. I keep thinking about Fannie Lou Hamer. There is no way in hell I could sit at home and not do one thing that takes the littlest amount of my time to help make sure that there is, again, some semblance of democracy really 
The stakes are uh, as high as they have ever been. And as we've been saying over and over again, they're not, you know, approaching your neck. Y'all, they are at our necks. What you going to do? You need to vote. Uh, joining us right now is Dr. Ron Daniels. He's the president for the Institute of the Black World, 21st Century. Uh, he joined us from Elmhurst, Queens, New York. Uh, Doc, how you doing? I'm doing fine. And uh, first of all, I just want to commend you, Roland, for what you're doing, man. I mean, in your panel, uh, it's one of the few spaces where people are actually talking about the real issues and talking about voting in a way that makes sense in relationship to what's at stake. Uh, this is the most critical election, arguably, in the last half century, if not more. Uh, and yeah, there are issues, there are problems. Um, I've complained about the way in which perhaps the Democrats could message more and better and so forth and so on, but that's sort of beside the point. Um, there is a—the difference between the Democrats and Republicans is not like this lesser evil uh, Tweedledee, Tweedledee we talked about in the back day. It is so vast that it ain't even close right. in terms of what needs to be done. <clears throat> and so, you know, we have got to right. mobilize, and irrespective—we're talking about what, what's best for us. You know, and 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 so we have to do exactly what's saying. If they take the ballot box and they put it in the desert, we don't care. We're coming. We ain't gonna let nobody turn us around. Yeah. In real sense, because it's, I think Last, Bernard Jordan once said, when when white America gets a cold, black America gets pneumonia. This is like we on. This is like potentially life support. And certainly, I agree with the notion. John, Dr. John Henry Clark said. White nationalism, he said, is the enemy of black nationalists, the enemy of black people. That's what we see straight open and out. White nationalism, people who are parading around with Confederate flags, putting forth Nazism. So we can't afford to rest in this circumstance. We can't afford to sit back and say, well, they ain't saying this, they ain't saying that. We got that. But we got the Latasha Brown and and people like Barbara Arnwine and, and, and Melanie Campbell and the Divine Nine and people out there doing what we need to do for black people and for our interests, because these folks are willing to commit suicide, you know, in terms of cutting their own throats, because they're, the, the focus has been on divide and exploit, looking at us historically. So I just really, really, really want to commend you, Roland, for just breaking it down, making it plain, to get people to understand that uh, this is crucial, absolutely crucial, uh, what's been doing. And you've been on it, brother. You've been hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And I'm just hoping that, despite the polls, because the real deal is people keep talking about these lazy consultants, man. They keep talking about the probable voters. We're not talking about the probable voters. We're talking about those people who are improbable who are sitting at home. And our sister, I think, Sarisi, Arisi, I think, pointed out, and she just sort of went past it real quick, you know, we have races where thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of black people are actually sitting at home and not voting. Thousands and thousands and thousands of black people who are sitting at home and not voting. We got to wake them up. And hopefully we still got time between now and, and November 8th to get that done, because that is the secret sauce. We are the base, the rejected right. stones who are the cornerstones. Yep for saving ourselves and indeed saving democracy. And we certainly need to save democracy because we all up in this. Well, and again, the point that I think you made there is, is the one that jumps out at me. The people who are sitting at home, 
the 900,000 ballots that have not been returned requested in Florida. Uh, Gary Chambers tweeting about just the the, the lackluster numbers in Louisiana. Uh, The numbers are not great here in Tarrant County. Uh, And again, you've got my chat with Deborah Peoples in a second. She's running for Tarrant County judge. I mean, she's literally uh, African-American and and the numbers are are not strong. And so it's like, okay, so people complain that that, that we're not hearing from from various people. Now you got African-Americans who are running and folks still not running. So at one point, you know, again, this is why when I say voters shut the hell up, I, I I just reached a point where at some point people have to stop offering excuses and then just go ahead and say they don't care. And if you don't care, I don't want to hear from you about anything because this is a way for you to participate in the process to have a voice. Right. And we would nobody would say that voting is the only thing we need to do. We need to do economic boycotts. We need to do disruption. We need to do all kinds of things. Voting is one of the tools that we have in our arsenal. The one thing about this tool is it sets public policy. I don't care what anybody says. At the end of the day, it sets policy. And and so when we look at, uh, as you were pointing out earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, point by point by point, and I have to end up doing this on my radio show. People, oh, don't make any difference between the Democrats and Republicans. You take any set of issues and you go down the line and you ask, where do these renegade, retrograde, orange MAGA mad minions uh, sit? And where do, where, does the, where do the Democrats sit? That doesn't mean that they're perfect, but it means in terms of our interests, it ain't even close on issues like the student debt where HBCUs are going to benefit and people who are on Pell Grants are, are going to benefit. The whole question of health care, the whole, as you mentioned around in terms of insulin, how do these people dare get away with voting against reducing prices for insulin? And that impacts, uh, affects us because we're disproportionately uh, affected by these comorbidities of, of high blood pressure and, and diabetes and, and various things. And, 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 and beside that, I mean, they don't talk about it enough. That's my critique. We do have a black vice president. We do have the first judge, uh, black woman supported, appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. We have a, a black woman who is sitting there who is like articulating uh, what the Biden administration's position is on issues in a way that with decency, decency does matter in terms of how you conduct, uh, conduct yourself. But beyond that, we also know that when you unpack the policies <clears throat> and, and the, 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 the bipartisan infrastructure bill that was passed, Certainly, the, 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 the Inflation Reduction Act, we are, infected, we are affected by environmental racism. The whole question of climate change and global warming will hit us, not only in this country and around the world, in, in a disproportionate way. The biggest amount of money ever in the history of these United States was invested and put into that, that bill. That will impact us. There's, real, there's money in, in the infrastructure bill where communities who were, in fact, redlined. Uh, by urban renewal of the Negro removal program of the 19th or 20th century, we said, can be repaired. We just wish the Democrats would talk about those things more. But those of us who do know about it are saying it, we're talking about it, and and, and because we got to march on battle boxes. That's my thing. You talk about Fannie Lou Hamer. I look I, at the Independence Bridge and the whole Bloody Sunday in terms of people who like were beaten back. And I say something else is very simple. When white folks don't want us to do something, we better wake up because... Why is it the white folks don't want us to do something? Because they are doing just what Professor Carr said. This is about white minority rule, a small minority of people who have super red states 
That's why the orange man never, ever worried about his approval ratings or about the majority. They doubled down yep. on their white nationalist base, and they're fervent. They're fanatics. They are cult-like. And I don't want a cult, but I want people to be reasonable, and our interest says that we should be marching on ballot boxes like never before. Should not even be close in Georgia. How yep. could it possibly be close in Georgia with this buffoon Herschel Walker running for I mean, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. Uh, Ron, we're going to be having uh, an event on November 10th, two days after the election, a post a breakdown of the election uh, in the campus of Howard University. Uh, just tell people about that before we, before we go. Yeah, well, that's one of the things, Roland, again, but thank, thank you for being uh, the co-moderator with Dr. Julian Malvo, because at the end of the day, once it's all over, we got to do a post-mortem. we got to find out what happened, and uh, we're going to do that. The first major conversation on uh, the impact of the, uh, the the election, and we hope it's going to be very promising in some respects. But irrespective of that, we'll be at uh, Howard University's Crampton Auditorium on November 10th. Uh, doors will open at 6 o'clock. It'll start at 7 o'clock. Uh, there's all kind of press interest that has developed in this. And you see the lineup, uh, Mark Morial of the Urban League, Hillary Shelton, NAACP, Melanie Campbell, whose name I just called out, Tamika Mallory, Pastor Mike, a lot of people may not know him, a bad brother who's talking about how to deal with violence and those issues. We have the National Council of Negro uh, Women. We have Male Foot Constituency of Africa, who looks after our interests as it relates to Africa policy. Uh, is that Greg Carr? Yeah, my Professor Greg Carr will be there. <laughs> Dr. Ife, Dr. Ife Williams, uh, chair, Chairman Emeritus of the National Congress of Black Women. And one of the people who I think people need to know more about is Maurice Mitchell. He is with the Working Families Party, looking at creating some alternatives, looking at creating a third force for black people. And then the Reverend Sheridan Tardieri, uh, who is the uh, vice president emeritus with the National Rainbow Coalition. So <clears throat> we'll be there. It'll be streamed uh, by Howard University Television. WHUR is involved. We see the other media partners, WBAI, w uh, WPFW from Washington, D.C., Black World Media Network, and I'm sure you're going to blow it up big time as well, uh, uh, Roland. So we just want people to, as, as I, I'm like Snoop Dogg says, don't meet me there, beat me there. We want this to be a powerful conversation, and it's a serious conversation about the future of Black America and the Pan-African world. And again, I just want to commend you, Roland, man. You, you, you have done it. You're doing it. And I said in the spirit of Walter Fontroy, who used to talk about the arithmetic of our power, the Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson, you know, he's slowing down now. But Jesse always talked about those rocks just laying around. Every season, he would be trying to point out the margin of victory is those black voters who don't vote. And you have picked that up. That's the kind of civic education we need on these airways, unfiltered. And we appreciate you so much for having for doing that. And, of course, we will be uh, streaming it uh, on the Black Star Network. Dr. Ron Daniels, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, folks, got to go to a break. We come back. We'll be chatting with some candidates and some folks here uh, in uh, Tarrant County. We are here at the Texas Rangers Golf Club, folks. If you're in the DFW area, come on out. We're going to be here until 9 p.m. local time. Uh, and so uh, looking forward to that. And so uh, the room is filling up. We'll be chatting with folks again in just in a moment. And we come back. Don't forget to download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You, of course, you can also... Uh, support us by joining our Brina Funk fan club. Uh, checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C. 
2037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And be sure to get my book, White Fear, How the Brownie of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. We'll be right back. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. Exercise your right to vote. If the lines are long or you're getting turned away, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. For more information, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. We've got to stand up. Republicans are banning abortion rights, tearing down democracy, blocking progress. But when Democrats stand together, we win. Because we voted, Democrats stood up for black lives, voting to ban police chokeholds, stood up for black women, putting one on the Supreme Court, stood up for our families, lowering cost of health care and prescriptions and capping insulin, and stood up for millions by slashing student debt. This November, let's stand up together and keep making progress. When we invest in ourselves, our glow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Our vision. Our vibe. We all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it. And you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Hatred on the streets. A horrific scene. A white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Pull up a chair, take your seat in the Black Tape with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. How y'all doing? It's your favorite funny girl, Amanda Seals. Hi, I'm Anthony Brown from Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. What up, Lana Well, and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Thank <laughs> you. 
All right, folks, welcome back to the Texas Rangers uh, Golf Club, uh, where we're having this uh, GOTV event. Uh, it is, of course, five days away. Early voting is still happening here uh, in Texas. And so uh, folks want to encourage folks to turn out and vote here in Tarrant County, uh, especially in Tarrant County, but voting is happening all across Texas. Joining me now is David Marshall. Uh, he is the vice president of Local 6215 in Dallas for the Communication Workers of America. Uh, David, how you doing? Uh, good to see you. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, w t tell folks what y'all are doing, uh, you know, on the ground, driving folks uh, to get out and vote. Uh, you know, CWA is, uh, is, is a labor union representing the communication workers, but y'all are really active when it comes to these campaigns. That's that's correct. We're, uh, we've are we been out doing vote, voter registration drives well uh, uh, at the beginning of the year in uh, a lot of the areas that's been overlooked. Uh, that that uh, have been taken for granted and trying to build up our, our, our uh, voting roles. Uh, we've also uh, have been doing phone banking, uh, text banking, block walking for, you know, uh, uh, labor-friendly candidates and socially conscious candidates. And so for, for CWA, it's not been just about okay, giving money to, you know, parties or whatever. What y'all what, what have been doing is, and not just here but elsewhere, really being on the ground, uh, you know, with, with your own people, touching people, uh, people, who, people who say no one talks to us, y'all have been talking to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, even during the height of the pandemic, as people were staying in the long lines getting vaccinated, we were out there registering folks to vote. Any chance we could get to, to, to have a minute to ask somebody their status and, and give them an opportun opportunity to get ready to, to uh, uh, be prepared to vote, we were going to do. Uh, you know, especially after this last election, our voting is our power, and we saw how they came for us so hard when they saw the power of that vote, uh, enacting all these different laws to restrict the vote, restrict access, uh, and, and really make it harder to, to vote in America across many states in this country. We felt it was time to step up and let's do what we can to, to ensure these folks have an opportunity to vote. A, a lot of people thought, you know, with the Janus decision, uh, that that unions uh, were going uh, to die. Uh, but what we've actually seen has been the reversal. Uh, there's been a resurgence of unions uh, in this country. You are seeing uh, individuals, you're seeing folks uh, who uh, have been really focused on, um, again, joining unions. And so we've actually seen that that, that happen. Right, right. And, and to be honest with you, in, in Texas, being a right-to-work state, it's always been that way for us, so the Janus decision really didn't affect us as much, but we've been able to be leaned on by the folks that it do affect to see how we organize, how we get folks involved in the process. So uh, we, we have been instrumental in, 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 in how we approach uh, union membership and how we reach those folks at the Janus decision that, are, that, that is affecting them tr uh, tremendously. All right, then. Well, David, we certainly right. appreciate it. Thanks appreciate a bunch. It, sir. Uh, thank keep, you. keep doing uh, all, all the important awesome. work, and we appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right, thanks so evening. very much. I appreciate it. Uh, again, folks, uh, what, what, what you're seeing, uh, and again, I've been having conversations uh, with CWA folks, uh, not just here in Texas. I was, when I was in Houston uh, a couple of Sundays ago with a GOTV uh, rally, and you're seeing it happen there. 
and, and, and Greg, that particular point that I made at the end, people really thought. I mean, we had Lee, we had Lee Saunders on with Aspie. They would want to be they would be the original partner, Rollamont Unfiltered, and they really thought Janice was going to be a death nail for unions. But people, in because of wage stagnation, people have been seeing the value of unions, and unions have really. Uh, dramatically seen an increase in membership and people wanting to join unions uh, as a result in the last several years. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's only one way to potentially counter the flood of unrestricted money that is now driving U.S. politics, and that is organizing people. And, of course, the unions have always led in that, and not without problems. Of course, there are all types of problematic issues when it comes to, to organized labor in this country and goes back to the 19th century. But at the end of the day, when you talk about working folk, when you're talking about people who understand where the rubber meets the road and how policy, as Dr. Daniels was saying, impacts us in our day-to-day -day lives, you're talking about people who will lay it all on the line. Finally, that mechanism, when you combine that with the fact that we should ignore all of the polling, ignore all of the polling, except perhaps if you want to use it as a galvanizing weapon, we should understand that what happens on the ground, what happens in terms of knocking on doors and registering people as they stand in lines, that will translate when you combine it with the get out the vote campaign, and nobody does it better than the unions in this country to this day, that will combine with to make political victories. And that's what the White Nationalist Party is terrified of. That's why those billionaires that you tweeted out from Americans for Tax Fairness, that's why they've spent since Citizens United uh, in this election. $881 million and counting, uh, which in 2010, just before Citizens United, was $32 million. The only way you're going to beat money is with people. And the unions know how to get people. Well, absolutely. Uh, and since you said since you said they usually know how to get people, I guess we might as well. That's a good transition to my next guest, Deborah Peoples. Uh, she is running for Tarrant County Judge. Last time we were here, you were running for Mayor of Fort Worth. Uh, and 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 Deborah, the, the the thing that again that why we are here and what it comes down to is, in order to win, you got to have folks who vote. Uh, and so, um, you know, what did you learn running for mayor that you're now employing, now running for county judge, to get folks to understand, especially black folks, you can't keep saying you want something to be done, but then you don't vote for the candidates who could possibly deliver. You got to get in people's face and talk about what's at stake here. And I will tell you, when I ran for mayor, just like now, what people talk to me about are kitchen table issues. They talk about jobs. They talk about the economy. They talk about housing and health care. Those are things that are decided here at the local level. Joe Biden's get, not going to uh, make sure that you get a job here in Tarrant County. He's going to have a jobs package, but it's my job to make sure that it comes here and economic development. And I think you have to talk to people about what's at stake. And that's what we've been doing since I ran for mayor. Between May and June, Roland, we found 13,000 new voters. I lost that race by 5,000 votes. But this time, we started immediately having those conversations with people about why it's important. I wasn't running for anything, but we were going knocking on doors saying, okay, you didn't vote. Tell me why you didn't vote. And the things that they talked about were issues like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, my vote doesn't matter. I said, do you realize how many races are won by 10 and 12 votes? Your vote absolutely matters. And it's the only time in America that you are on equal par with a millionaire. 
he gets one vote just like you get one vote. And so I believe we've done a good job of having those conversations. And now it's just getting people to the polls. Um, I also, I think it's it's also a matter of, you know, when we talk about um, basic, you know, in sports they call it basic uh, uh, blocking and tackling. Absolutely. The, the reality is you can flood television with ads. Mm-hmm. You can flood radio with ads. Uh, but a ground game uh, That's is, it. is important. So what does it what does it look like here? Uh, of course, early voting is happening here yep. in Texas. I've looked at some of the numbers. Uh, the numbers are not great for African Americans here in Tarrant Absolutely. County. And so we you know what your early voting ends what on Saturday. It, it, it ends know, tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. Uh-huh. So 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 what are y'all doing? Obviously, get people out for tomorrow, but early voting, but really getting them to come out. On Tuesday. So, Roland, unfortunately, we've done this thing. So, let me tell you first about vote by mail. We have totally disenfranchised our seniors. We have. And so, what. No, 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 not we. Republicans in Texas. Absolutely. By okay. design. Abs- at, by, you're absolutely right. So, only 50% of our seniors applied from, uh, there were 44,000 in 2020, uh, 2018, only 22,000 now. Wow. They are are frightened. It was cut in half. It was cut in half. So we've spent time talking to those seniors, telling them, asking them, do they need a ride to the polls? Do they need to get there? Because we want them to vote. And believe it or not, it's been working. We've been getting seniors to the polls. And today I was on the phone. One of the reasons I was late getting here is we run phone banks. I mean, I believe you meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. We're talking to people. I'm asking for their vote. I know that well. My parents ran a lot of phone banks uh, in Houston. Okay, then you understand. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people want to be asked. They want they want to feel, you know, I had, I talked to somebody. They want to hear from us. They want to hear from somebody. And he said, Miss Peoples, I already voted for you. But let me tell you, the fact that you call me makes me know doubly sure that I voted for the right person. And so we are reaching out and having those conversations. We are walking, knocking on doors. Uh, I have on tennis shoes today. Your folks can't see it because this old left knee. Hey, get a shot. Put that camera on Deborah's shoes. This old left knee is tied of going up and down hills, but that's what's important, and that's what you have to do, and that's what we've been doing. You notice it got red in them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, uh, you yeah, know yeah, why yeah, they yeah, got whatever, red in them. Whatever, okay, whatever, all right. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, let me tell you, the important thing is people want to be heard, and you got to be willing to listen to people, and you have to be willing to take criticism, the good, the bad, the ugly. There are a lot of people who had checked out on this election. They said, you know, it's the midterms. We voted for the president. We don't feel like things have changed. And I said, you got to put the right people in place. You have to put somebody who is willing to fight for you, who's not going to be sitting there trying to hold the status quo. You got to be have. You need a fighter. That's why you need me. All right, then. Okay. Deborah, I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, keep getting out there, beating the path. <laughs> I will. Uh, wear, out the, wear out those tennis shoes. Okay. I've already worn out several pairs. All right. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. You. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> Folks, joining us right now uh, is the uh, senator from New Jersey, uh, Cory Booker. Uh, senator, how you doing? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you very much. Where's your pocket square, dude? Really? What's up? What, what? Uh, so, seriously, I was just talking about you, man. I was just talking about you and not missing a pocket. <laughs> I thought you pinned one right on that shirt, man. Come on now. How can you have me no, know? No, no, no. I, I... I I I I had I had to rock this T-shirt because this T-shirt says it all. I I I don't even know why you're interviewing me. I said that to my staff already. That is the best shirt I've seen all election season. I've seen a lot of good ones. 
Well, uh, you look, look. Sometimes you got got to say it. So I wear it through the airports, so folks know what's going on. I, I want to pick up on that point that Deborah Peoples ended with, uh, and First that all, is, um, and, and I've been hi- I've been highly critical. Highly critical of a lot of uh, these Democratic strategists, largely white, who just keep pouring money into television ads uh, and people don't even watch him. You got to put that money on the ground. You got to touch people, the phone banking, the calling, visiting them, door knocking uh, in order to get them out. That is what is going to make the difference between Democrats winning and losing. Hey, Roland, you and I have known each other for years. I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for grassroots on-the-ground efforts in Newark. We know what turns votes out. TV is important. It's, it's necessary in a sense, but it's not sufficient. Communities of color especially, we trust each other. You've got to go in there with authentic folks on the ground, knocking on doors, calling people, talking to people, and, and pulling folks out. And that's why a lot of the, the traditional organizations that work the NAACP is doing, a lot of the voter mobilization efforts, that's what we've got to be supporting in our communities. And by the way, it's not for you and I to criticize it not happening. If you know that, then you've got to be a part of making it happen. Polls to the polls. Post it on your social media. Pulling folks to poll. We can make a difference in a lot of these places. And, Roland, I've been to about a dozen states in, in twice as many days, and uh, from Milwaukee to Philly, from Detroit uh, to right now here I am in, in Vegas. And we know that this election is going to turn not on what the pollsters say, not even what the politicians say. It's going to turn on what the people do, what the turnout's going to be. And that's why folk got to know uh, that we got to turn folk out. We got to get people to the polls. Uh, indeed, indeed. One of the things that is important, that this, this, this closing message, President Biden last night talked about uh, the threat to democracy. A lot of people, though, are focused on the economy. And, and, and one of the things that we have heard from, from numerous conversations, Democrats just have not done the right messaging. Look, y'all have done crazy things uh, in the Senate, uh, in, in the House as well. When it comes to uh, the economy, things could be a heck of a lot worse. When you talk about the inflation, the reality is here. Inflation is at its, at its highest in 40 years. But corporate profits are at their highest in 70 years. And the reality is corporations, the reason we're sitting in this issue right now with inflation, not just, of course, in the United States, because corporations are jacking up prices and they're just making billions. Somebody has to call them out. If people say, "Well, it's Biden's fault, and Democrats' fault," no, you got to blame the corporations. But it's, it's worse than that, man. Like this is the thing I don't think people often understand. We're not the only country experiencing this. Everybody's experiencing inflation, and so the question is: is when this global pain is happening, who is going to have your back? Well, I'll, I'll be very clear with you. Republicans tried to block us when we were trying to lower people's insulin costs. Republicans were trying to block us when we were trying to lower overall health care costs and protect Obamacare. Republicans tried to block us when we wanted to pass the child tax credit, which, if you don't know what that is, it's the biggest middle class, working class tax cut we've ever had. We were one vote shy of making it permanent. So there's going to be a recession, not because of what somebody did or didn't do. We got global challenges. We've got a war in Ukraine. We've got a pandemic. We've got supply chain chalk waves. Every country's seeing that. Who do you want inside that's going to take care of working people, take care of unions, take care 
of elders. Heck, I'm hearing more and more people openly saying in their party they want to privatize Social Security, which people rely on, especially during a recession. Heck, we just increased 8 by 8 percent how much people are getting in their Social Security. They're saying openly now they want to cut Medicare, Medicaid, drive up costs for people. We want to make it more, more uh, uh, lucrative and more strong. So this choice is clear. This is a global recession that's going to, excuse me, global inflation that's going to be passing through. Who's going to watch your back the most? Who's going to be on the side of the corporations and the billionaires? Well, that's what they did last time they were in power, gave tax breaks to them. And who's going to be on the side of working people, seniors, and our young people? Democrats, because we're the ones that have been putting in place expanded child tax credit, expanded, expanded earned income tax credit, fighting with prescription drug companies, letting Medicare uh, negotiate prices, and more. So as this challenge goes through the country, we've seen a, a global pandemic. Now we've got a global inflation. Trust me, the party that's going to have working people's back is the Democratic Party. So um, to that particular point, um, you obviously have some critical, critical races. Where you are, it's a 50-50 Democrats. You've got races in Wisconsin, North Carolina, Florida, Ohio, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nevada, New Hampshire, uh, a number of different places. Uh, and so what would you say to that person who is watching or listening? And maybe they're undecided. I personally think it's a lot of undecided people in terms of undecided between candidates. But I think there are people who are undecided as to whether I should vote or not. What do you say to that person? Yeah, that's the, that you, you, again, Roland, you, you're a wise man. I, you know, besides the fact that your pocket square lacking today, you're still bringing the truth. The reality is the, the challenge is not the, the people going to vote against us. The, the challenge is going to be the people who are deciding not to vote. That's going to make the decision because when Democrats vote, Democrats win. Nothing was going to stop Obama in 08 or 2012 because everybody was getting out there and voting, and it carried in a whole bunch of great candidates, and we got big stuff done like the Affordable Care Act. But this election, I'm worried. I'm worried, not about them, but about us, because the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. It's inaction. <clears throat> so what would I say to those folks is I was one vote shy in the United States Senate, one vote shy of getting the John Lewis Voting Rights Act to be the law of the land. We were about one vote shy of securing Roe v. Wade as a law of the land. We were exactly one vote shy in keeping the child tax credit permanent, which would have put thousands of dollars, no exaggeration, into families of four, families of five, families of six, into your pocket. I'm tired of being one vote shy. This election, we could pick up seats. <clears throat> we could pick up Sherry Beasley in North Carolina. We could pick up Mandela Barnes in, in Milwaukee, and excuse me, Wisconsin. We could pick up John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. We could pick up uh, uh, Val, my sister, your sister, in, in Florida. We have lots of pickup opportunities from Ohio. Don't forget my brother in Ohio, <clears throat> uh, Tim Ryan. So we've got a lot of opportunity here to get that extra vote in the Senate that will enable us to make a lot of change for working people. But we ain't getting those votes. We're not going to win those races if folk don't turn out to vote. This is a great thing uh, we've already know, always known in America and particularly in the black community. The power is in our hands. The power is in our hands. If we use it, we win. 
Indeed, indeed. There are critical races there in Nevada. Uh, not only uh, one of your colleagues is running for the United States Senate, you also have uh, uh, my frat brother, uh, uh, the congressman there, uh, who uh, is running for re-election. And then, of course, he's a Kappa, but he's a Texas A&M graduate, Aaron Ford, uh, to be the Attorney General of Nevada. And I'm telling everybody, we got to focus on those races down ballot as well. Yeah, I was with Aaron Ford last night. There are such important down-ballot races that are going to determine whether the 2024 race is fair or not. Secretaries of State who oversee elections, Supreme Court members who run for Supreme Court. Every election in this race is important. From your school board, when they're more interested in banning books than they are in, in, in banning the guns that are killing our kids. I, I mean, there are so many elections that are so important in this. The whole ballot is really important. And so folk got to get out. I, I don't understand. This is such an important election. And they got to vote like their ancestors died for it. Senator Cory Booker, always a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Oh, you, you're, taking my, you're taking my voice away, man. Thank you, brother. Cheers to you. All right. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks so much. See you soon. All right, folks, I'm going to commercial break. We come back here to the um, Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington, Texas. I'll be chatting with more folks here. Also, uh, get some thoughts uh, as well from our panel uh, who are still with us as well, Reese, Erica, and Greg. Folks, you're watching Roller Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Back in a moment. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. Know your rights before you vote. If you have any questions or a problem voting, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. For more information, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. We've got to stand up. Republicans are banning abortion rights, tearing down democracy, blocking progress. But when Democrats stand together, we win. Because we voted, Democrats stood up for black lives, voting to ban police chokeholds, stood up for black women, putting one on the Supreme Court, stood up for our families, lowering cost of health care and prescriptions and capping insulin, and stood up for millions by slashing student debt. This November, let's stand up together and keep making progress. When we invest in ourselves, we're investing in what's next for all of us. Growing. Creating making moves that move us all forward. Together, we are black beyond measure. Hi, I'm Vivian Green. Hi, I'm Wendell Pierce, actor and author of The Wind in the Reeds. Hey, yo, peace world. What's going on? It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Folks, welcome back to the Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington, Texas, where we are here. Uh, there are a number of folks uh, who are already here, uh, gathered here at this uh, GOTV event. You've heard us talking to several uh, of the folks uh, as well. Uh, Reese, Greg, uh, and Erica. Reese, I'll start with you. Uh, again, what Senator Cory Booker just said right there. Uh, he, he laid it all out. For all the people out there who keep saying they ain't done this, they ain't done that. He laid out. If we had one vote, would have got the earned income child tax credit. If we had one vote, would have passed uh, Roe v. Wade. If we had one vote, we had the John Lewis Act and the For the People Act and on and on and on. And that's the thing that people also make a distinction. They say, well, Democrats ain't done this. Well, first of all, they, Democrats have passed a ton of stuff in the House, but it dies in the Senate 
because they didn't have the votes. Right. I think he's generous in saying one vote as opposed to two. But okay, maybe it's just one more vote. But I think that's a simple message. <clears throat> I'm sorry. And I think that um, that would have been probably a pretty uh, easy galvanizing force if they had kind of really emphasized that throughout the election. Some of them did at some points, but um, I, I think that the reality is that they need more votes in the Senate. And the other reality is that Republicans have blocked everything. And so it, it's it's really unfortunate that the Republicans have an unearned reputation of being uh, strong on financial issues, on economic issues, and, and Democrats are, you know, stronger on uh, social issues, when the reality is all that Republicans have are the social warfare, the class warfare, the race warfare, the uh, homophobic warfare. All they have is the social. That's the only thing keeping them alive and afloat mm -hmm. in this country. And so... People who have this really wrong-headed notion of, well, you know, inflation's high, the economy's high, Republicans are good for business, they're not. Because Republicans are the one that handed trillions of dollars in deficit spending to rich people for tax cuts. I got screwed by the Trump tax scam. Let's just be clear about that. And now they want to talk about the deficit needing to be reduced, which, by the way, the deficit has been going down under the Biden-Harris administration. But when they say cut the deficit, they mean cut your benefits cut your uh, government services. They don't mean cut the tax cuts to the wealthy people. They don't mean tax the wealthy. Mm -hmm. And so Rep Democrats have a very affirmative message of accomplishments to run on, but the reality is that more can be done with just a couple more votes. And I, and I have to say one more thing that I couldn't be more stark of how much we can really get done if we get those votes in the Senate and we hold on to the House. I mean, we're talking about the whole buffet of things that haven't been able to get through the filibuster. If we get enough votes, the senators, almost all the Senate candidates that I could think of that are running to to beat Democrat Republicans are for scrapping the filibuster. So there is a whole buffet of things, real priorities that we want to see done that can get done. And on the other hand, we're looking at government shutdowns. We're looking at Republicans trying to strip away um, our entitlements because it's coming out of our paychecks every two weeks, one week, one month, whatever, however often you get paid. So there's a real, real choice in this election on which direction that you want the country to go in. And then, sorry, I just got to squeeze one more thing. I don't understand either how people yeah. at the state level have Republican governors and say everything is is all bad at the federal level, but you want to hold on to your Republican governors. Your Republican governors ain't shit. They part of the problem. They're the ones that's blocking the aid getting to you. So come on, make it make sense. If you're gonna want to throw out the you throw know, out the whole bums, then throw out the Republicans too. <laughs> you know, here's what I find to be interesting. Here's what I find to be interesting, Erica. Yeah. Uh, I got somebody who's on my YouTube channel, some Fred Farley. Democrats offer to non-immigrant blacks in America are not specific enough. These people continue to insist that somehow they can pass very specific things only for black people. None of these people paid any attention in government class. And I, I get more of these yahoos on my social media uh, who actually believe that, well, no, it has to be specific. I even responded to somebody who said that the student loan debt relief would disproportionately impact African-American students. This fool said, but it's not specific to us. And I'm sitting there going, okay, you know what? Y'all just looking for BS. I mean, it's like, like, like literally, they, 
they cannot pay. Congress cannot say we are going to pass this housing bill and it is only going to go to black people. It don't work that way. But these yahoos in, in their minds. Oh. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board This is Uncanny USA He says somebody's in the house and I screamed Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Yeah, it has to be specific. By Ashy, by reading comprehension skills, by. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. These are people that only engage the internet to find something to be miserable, miserable about, to find some really silly, disinforming, misinforming talking point to parrot. These are people that take and channel all of their anger, anger and they meet their best friend, the internet, and they go down that rabbit hole. So 
those are the people that you're pretty much describing. But one of the things that I really want to warn people, and so, you know, I've seen and read where people have said, well, every election seems to be the election of our lifetime, and every election seems to be the most important. Well, you're damn straight it is. It will be the most important election until we foundationally have some semblance of power. And so people don't want to wake up November the 9th, much in the same way people did right after November in 2016, when it was announced that the son of a Klansman would be assuming the White House position. People don't want to wake up and look in the rearview mirror and then have conversations about an issue or great issues that they had no input in because they abdicated the one thing that they could have done to actually shift things into um, a much more favorable um, position, which is having Democrats in power, both in the House and in the Senate. So I don't know what else needs to be fed to people for them to make sure that if they don't get an opportunity to early vote, that they do vote. Because everything I know for at least on this platform that has been said since 2018, we've slowly seen some of those things that have come to fruition. And so for everything that we have said on a Monday through a Friday weekends, you know, when it's real good, that people hopefully won't wake up and see a lot of what we said happen, which is that this country is going to be in an apartheid state. And they've made it very, very, when I'm saying they, I'm talking about um, Republicans, they've made it very clear in newspaper articles, folks can Google it if they want to, about what the plan is for this country. They do not want anyone else in power except for them. That's the plan, point blank and period. And they're doing it day by day, minute by minute. So people have to make sure that they engage in the vote. So that, again, they're not looking at this election in the rearview mirror, finding something else to complain and cry about on the Internet when it'll be too late. Uh, and that's the point right there, Greg, that I tell the people. You better understand. You, you can sit here and yell, holler. I want to hear specifics. I'm telling you, you don't know how politics works. I mean, you cannot pass a bill that says this is only going to go to this group. Congress did that with the minority farmers. And what happened? White folks sued, and it's been held up in the courts. Why? Because they said it's only for them and not for white farmers as well. But again, these yahoos, these YouTube political scientists, they got all these black folks running around repeating their nonsense. And I'm sitting there going, it's like, y'all have no idea what the hell y'all talking about. None. None. Well, that's why they're being platformed. I mean, we know that in this country, people don't start paying attention until right before the election cycle. That's why we're being inundated with all this weaponized ignorance. I don't even know if there is a Fred Farley. It may be somebody, you know, coming in to try to distract. Uh, you know, just thinking about Dr. Daniels, something uh, he, he spent uh, Wednesday night at Howard Law School with my uh, race law and change students. I wanted him to talk to them because, you know, Ron Daniels has been active since the late 50s. He just turned 80. And I wanted to talk to them about Gary, 1972, in the Black Political Convention. And what he stressed that night was that what he stressed here today, Black issues should drive our agenda. But that doesn't mean that Black issues don't also help the poor and help other people. You know, I'm saying this as a Pan-Africanist, as a Black internationalist. Race first, for me. And race first means that some 
white person will get their teeth fixed in Georgia and call me the N-word. But guess what? My issue isn't trying to convince them of anything. My issue is getting our people out because it's going to help our people. Now, let's just look at it very basically. As I said, eight of the 12 states in the, that have an expanded Medicaid are in, in the, Confederate, the old Confederacy. And now six states with Republican governors have expanded Medicaid. And, and there's, a, there's an initiative in South Dakota, uh, Amendment D, that they put on the ballot. Why? Because the white nationalist governors don't want to expand Medicaid because the uh, billionaires who own them and the criminals like the ghoulish Rick Scott out of Florida, which is, has an expanded Medicaid, a thief of $300 million, are, are going to get rich. See, the, the rich people are driving the white nationalists to help them become more rich. They don't give a damn about those people. But these people, even white people with Republican governors, are voting to expand Medicaid to get past their white nationalist governors. Now, how does that affect us in terms of black issues? Guess what? Go back and understand the Rainbow Coalition with Reverend Jackson. Go back and understand where he got that from, which was Fred Hampton and the young lords, the Latinos in Chicago, and the young patriots, which were the poor whites in Chicago. You ain't got to like everybody to advance your agenda. And guess what? It's going to help a lot of other people, too. I'll end with this. As you say, this is ground warfare, and it's incremental. We can count. They didn't deliver. First of all, you haven't done any research. We've established that. But second of all, if you understand that two or three more seats in the Senate will get you all this other stuff, then stop dealing with they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. And the other thing is, you know, listening to Cory Booker there and for this person, if it's Farley talking about native born uh, black Americans. OK, we're going to I'm going to wrap with this right here. There's a native born African born in America whose parents came here from Nigeria she clerked for, she was an intern for Senator Booker this summer, uh, one of my best students I've ever had, Kosia Nelly. She's from Colleen, Texas. Now, she's a born in the United States Texan whose people came here from West Africa, and if you don't have black elected officials, you don't even have a pipeline for developing the type of policymakers that child will give her a whole heart for the race. And guess what? If you would rather have white nationalists putting their ignorant children in places to write policy against you, if you want to have them three people from Mothers for Liberty destroying the damn curriculum because they run it for school board now and state superintendent education, mm -hmm. then concede that. Mm -hmm. And when they come yeah. for you, don't expect me, a black nationalist, to bump for you. Guess what? Yon, yon, baby. Because you have decided that you're going to put your ignorance before the interests of our people. And then just because it helps other people should not be a reason that you sit out because you're going to commit suicide and them white nationalists who die with you are just going to be this going to be a whole bunch of dead human beings. Damn it. Mm. Mm. Bringing right now uh, Lee Merritt. Uh, he's an attorney. Uh, he also ran uh, during the uh, Democratic primary for uh, Texas Attorney General. He's here uh, at the event here. Lee, glad to see you. Uh, one of the things that we uh, have been talking about uh, is, again, trying to get people to understand that you can't say you care about all of these issues, but then you don't vote. You can't, you, you, you can't say, oh, uh, we want to see criminal justice reform and act as if the votes are not there to get the Georgia Florida Justice Act passed right. uh, in the Senate, but then say, I'm not going to vote. That's right. I mean, again, whining about something and not voting, 
gets you nothing. That's right. And I think the common mistake, the common argument that I hear from people who are not voters, they say, well, voting doesn't, you know, doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't impact. It's like, okay. But, we, but, 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 but they want to see a policy right. change. We can agree on the common ground that you can't only vote. And you can't only vote in the national elections. But voting is a huge part of it if you actually expect to get, get anything done. Well, but, but the thing is, what I keep saying is you can't say I want to see a policy change but not change the politicians. That's right. The root word of both is poly. That's right. Right. And, you know, you and I have talked about some of the families that I represent, some of the cases that we uh, that that I've, I've come come to uh, represent. And a lot of people say they say both of them or Ahmad or any of those cases. They say, well, how's voting going to change the outcome in that case? Um, and like I said, voting has to be a key part of it. But it, it can't be the only thing. But then again, of course, if you want to see long-term systemic change, you have to not only vote for a politician, but then hold them accountable to the policy, right? So. Well, here's a perfect example. I mean, we, we are here in uh, Tarrant County, which is where Fort Worth is. We're here in Arlington. Uh, and if you think about Crystal Mason, yeah. if you don't have the punk-ass district attorney that's right, who keeps prosecuting her, then she's not being threatened going to jail. That's right. That's right. If you if you don't have if you don't if you don't have John Cruzo as the DA in Dallas, well certain things don't happen when it comes to yeah. prosecuting cops. Yeah, both both so, kill her off. So so, so yeah. to say so to say again, voting doesn't matter, that's a perfect example of what happens when you put DAs in place. That's right who are more than likely going to be aligned with how we think and how we operate. And, and that's the other thing I really want to emphasize for people who are voting in this midterm election is that there's so many races down ballot that will change, you know, the... Uh, what day-to-day -day life looks like in Tarrant County. You know, here we have uh, two Tarrant County uh, 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 candidates, Deborah Peoples, who's running for Tarrant County judge. And after COVID, and we saw how powerful those county judges and, and are. And the county judge, who was the judge over the whole county. The whole county, right? Well, Billions of dollars. Could completely change the culture. And I'm glad you mentioned the money, because so, so, so many young black men specifically come to me and say, well, it's not going to impact my pockets. Yes, sir, it will. When you think about redlining, when you think about the commissioner's court and where the money, who gets the grants, who gets those things, it all comes to these local elections, the commissioner races, the uh, county judges, and people are only looking, I mean, if, if we're lucky, they get excited about the Senate, but mostly they're only looking at the presidential race, right. and that's, that's just not enough. Right, and so I think that, that's one of the reasons why uh, this event is taking place. Again, trying to encourage people. It's one more day left for early voting uh, here uh, in Texas, uh, and the reality is, and I saw this story the other day, and I keep saying this, here in Texas, whites are the minority in Texas. That's right. African, Latin, Latinos, African Americans, and Asians represent a majority of the population of Texas, yet 60% of all the ballots cast in Texas are by white voters. That's right. So they're the minority, but they're casting the majority of the ballots. They, they vote outside of their weight, and as a result, they get to run these far-right policies that don't reflect the population of Texas. Texas has changed so dramatically over the last 10 years. I got here in the last 10 years. The population has grown over 20% in that time, and it's mostly progressively-minded individuals. We need those people to show up to the polls, and we need the base that exists here. This is the reason I ran for attorney general is because when I looked at the raw numbers, I said, oh, I'm not just running for fun. We can actually win this. And that race 
police is still very important. We have a, a, a criminal, Ken Paxton, in the attorney general's office. You have Rochelle Garza running for attorney Isn't general. Isn't he indicted? In, an indicted criminal been indicted for the last five years. And it's First of all, what the hell is taking so long? First of all, if you've been indicted for five years, uh, uh, can we go to court? We start talking about local judges. and local, So that's in Collin County, which is a conservative area right. of DFW. And his friends are the ones who are delaying that case indefinitely. And so until we change those leaders, and, and the Collin County DA is up for re-election at this point. So again, it, it, it goes back to what you emphasized earlier, how important it is to vote and vote in these local races. All right, Lee, we certainly appreciate it, man. Thanks appreciate a lot. Appreciate you, bro. All right, Let's thanks see. a bunch. Uh, folks, uh, again, we, we, we try, and we we're walking through this, trying to get people to understand uh, why these things uh, matter. Joining us right now is Elisa Simmons. Uh, she's also running for Tarrant County Commissioner's Court. Elisa, come out, come out. That's right. We live. You got to move. Get a microphone right there. All right. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Good. We're t we're t well, one of the things we were talking about, we were discussing with Lee. I had Senator Cory Booker on earlier. Uh, and the thing we kept talking about was down ballot. And what often happens when it comes to elections, uh, again, it's always big numbers high. But then as you go down, numbers get lower and lower and lower. Yes. When the reality is the people who are running lower and lower and lower have a more direct impact uh, on folks' lives than the folks at the top. That's right. It's funny. Um, I was a little late because the polls are super crowded. The lines here are long. And so people are coming to vote for Beto or Abbott, right? And so it's easy for easier for me at the polls to get votes. I said, hey, I'm Elisa Simmons running for Tarrant County Commissioner. And they go, what's that do? They don't know. And so if you explain it to them. Except, except when they're driving on a bad road. Yes, in the county, and they're like, why is this uh, what happened? This, this bumpy-ass road, um, county roads. That's right. Or the that's, sand trucks hadn't quite gotten out when the ice hits. That's county. That's county. I have a, I'll have a roads and bridges crew, a whole maintenance crew of 20-something people. And so they, people they're looking for somebody that. to cuss out. Yes. And you're like, okay, that's kind of why you should be voting. That's right, because you have access to me. I've been your NAACP president here for 10 years. I've already been fighting for you. And county commissioner, county commissioner's court takes care of, they approve all the county's contracts. So when you have a commissioner's court that is equitable, balanced, then more of our businesses have the opportunity to get work with the county. So lots of things that people need to be concerned about in their own footprint. Don't worry so much about what's happen happening nationally. Vote down the ballot from Beto to the bottom is what I like uh, to say. I've, I've, I've seen the numbers, and again, the black numbers should be, should be a heck of a lot better Ooh. in Tarrant County. Uh, and so, sure, early voting ends tomorrow. What is your strategy between now and Tuesday to get black folks in Tarrant County to turn out? People do not understand the importance of a ground game. And so what my campaign has been doing, thank goodness we got the endorsement of TOP, Black TOP, Texas Organizing Project, uh, United Fort Worth, the Labor Council. So those organizations have been canvassing, going door to door for nine, ten weeks now. So canvassing, having paid poll greeters and volunteers at the door, um, and, and phone calling and texting, phone banking and texting. Those are the things you've got to, you've got to touch people. Yep. I'm not a big male fanatic. I mean, that is, you know, texting does it for people. Not a big TV 
uh, fanatic. Touching people, right? That does it. So right. that's what we've been doing. Okay. All right. Well, look, uh, you got a busy day tomorrow, and of yes. course, uh, busy next uh, four days. Yes. Um, we surely appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to be chatting with, uh, in a little, in mo- little moment here. Uh, State Representative Jasmine Crock is also running for Congress. Uh, do I have one more break? Control room? Do I have one more break? I think I do. Uh, so y'all let me know. Uh, and uh, just send me a text to let me know. Uh, let's, so let's do this here. I'm going to go to a quick break. I'm going to come right back. And then I'm going to get final thoughts from my panel. Then I'm going to do a couple more interviews here uh, at the Texas Rangers Golf Club here in Arlington, Texas, uh, where uh, y'all can see the folks. Uh, 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 Ivy, do this here. Let's turn that camera around. Uh, you get a sense of people who are here. Uh, so they got free food, free drink. Uh, as Again, this is the last uh, This is the last night before early voting ends tomorrow. And so uh, they, they brought us down here uh, to, to galvanize folks. We're going to be in Houston, Texas uh, tomorrow, broadcasting there as well. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. Know your voting rights. If you are unsure where to vote or don't know if your polling location has changed, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. For more information, call or text 1-866-OUR-VOTE. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. We've got to stand up. Republicans are banning abortion rights, tearing down democracy, blocking progress. But when Democrats stand together, we win. Because we voted, Democrats stood up for black lives, voting to ban police chokeholds, stood up for black women, putting one on the Supreme Court, stood up for our families, lowering cost of health care and prescriptions and capping insulin, and stood up for millions by slashing student debt. This November, let's stand up together and keep making progress. I'm Angie Stone. Hi, I'm Teresa Griffin. Oh, Roland. Hey, Roland, I am so disappointed that you are not here, first of all. Um, Where's our dance? It's like we get a dance in every time I see you. And so now you're not here for me to dance with, sir. You and your ascot. I need it. I need that in my life right now. Okay, um, I love you, Roland. What's up? I'm Lance Gross, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. We're live here uh, in Arlington, Texas. Uh, glad to be back. Um, uh, in a moment, I'll be chatting with State Representative Jasmine Crockett, uh, who's also running for Congress to replace Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. Uh, and so um, looking to uh, chat with her uh, once she gets here. Uh, I was um, we were talking to the candidates there, uh, and, and I'm going to go to our panel here. Because because here's the thing uh, that I'm talking about. All right, first of all, I got the wrong mic. That's the, that's the guest mic. Here's, here's the thing that you, ju- you heard from all the folks who were just talking, the thing that you heard them speaking about, uh, and that is the folk who have a direct impact on individuals' lives. And so there are people there, people at Reese, who, who they, they lump everybody together. And, and again, as I was sitting there voting today, 
Um, and I asked for an actual ballot to be mailed to me. It had not gotten to me when they when I was outside to fly here. Did a provisional ballot uh, to actually do that. Uh, and so uh, what I did there was what I did there. I watched that court. So there you, there you go. So, so so what I did there was I went through and I'm sitting here and I'm going through and I'm I see uh, you know Beto. Hell yes, I voted for Beto. I know when hell I was voting for Greg Abbott. And then I'm looking at the Secretary of State. I'm looking at Attorney General. Uh, I'm looking at Land Commissioner, Railroad Commissioner. And then we start going down. Well, the thing is, that was a bond election. It's a bond election to increase the taxes in the school district to improve the schools. That's also on the ballot. And that's the thing right there, Reese, that for the people who are sitting out there who are, you know, for whatever reason, I don't care about this here. You can't say you want better schools, but then you don't vote for the bond election. You can't say, oh, it would be great if we could, we could you know, deal with mass incarceration if you're ignoring John Crusoe, Democrat, running, running against Faith Johnson, a sister Republican who's a former DA, that impacts the cases they prosecute that impacts bail reform and so that's the thing here i'm not we're not just talking about washington dc we're literally talking about the bread and butter issues and if you want to sit it sit it out again shut the hell up that means that you actually don't care about your community because that's where it's most impacted. And then, and, and, and then, and I saw somebody say, well, if they put reparations on the ballot, fool, you can't get reparations unless the politicians vote for it. Risha, go ahead. I mean, if you don't care, just say that. Don't waste everybody's time. Just be like, I'm not voting. I'm never voting. Kiss my ass. And then we can say, well, you can kiss our ass too. And then we can move on to a person <laughs> who can actually be reasoned with. Because the reality is that when you look at the ballot, there are constitutional amendments. Slavery is on the ballot in, I believe, 13 states. You have constitutional amendments about our even ballot initiatives about legalizing marijuana. If your concern is about criminal justice reform, there are all kind of you know, uh, ballot initiatives about that in Florida, they allowed felons to get the rights to restore to vote, which Ron DeSantis essentially blocked by implementing a felon poll tax of sorts. And so every kind of facet of how you can influence your government in one sitting, just one time, every couple of years, is on that ballot. And you need to be engaged in that. There are some people that just go, like, for instance, they vote in presidential elections and they leave the rest of it blank. Don't leave your ballots blank. Pay attention to the judges. Pay attention to the sheriffs. Pay attention to the damn recorder of the wheels and shit like that on your ballot. It's all kind of stuff on your ballot. The education board. If you pay attention to what's happening there, really, you should have been paying attention to the primaries. So then now when you go into this time, it should be easier to vote because you didn't already vote for the people in the primaries. But you really have to be engaged. And if you're not, you may more work for yourself. Because the reality is that these folks need to be held accountable. I've said it before on the show many times. I'm married to a local elected official. And there are five commissioners. And they have a lot of power over 
how things are done in our town. And they're very much engaged. I think my husband is the best one, obviously, on the commission. But he really, truly cares. And it's a thankless job. I would never want to run for office. So I do applaud people who are doing it for the right reasons and are in there making a change. But these are the people that have their ear to the ground. And so engage yourself at the ballot box at a minimum. And then go to your school board meetings, go to your council meetings. A lot of them are on Zoom. You ain't even got to leave your house. You can do it in the car. That's what you need to do if you truly care about democracy. Uh, Reese, certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Uh, Erica, I'm laughing at some fool named Poochie something. Uh, he, he put on our message board, uh, I voted, but I'm not rocking with the boule. First of all, Poochie, let me explain something to you. Uh, you can't apply to the boule. No. <laughs> so they likely oh ain't God. rocking with you. And in fact, to, they actually vote on you and then tell you you've been invited. Poochie, go ahead, Erica. Laura Pucci. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Frank, just on the internet, having a ball today. Honestly, I think, you know, the point about going to the Secretary of State's website, entering in whatever information so that you could have a look at your sample ballot. So all the work that Reese just described to you before, you'll have a little leg up on it. If that is available for you, you'll have it available. And when you look at it, I mean, honestly, this is not something that we have to do every day. Um, I've said this on the show before, you know, all of us have traveled internationally and, you know, keep our eyes to international news as well. It's just a sad indictment when, because there are global, um, you know, uh, political, um, there's global political unrest happening. Um, But when we just look to see that there are more people that know about what's happening with the politics dealing with our particular country, and in some um, instances on our state legislature, Um, they know that as well, that it really is an indictment that we cannot continue to just, like, relax as democracy continues to be broken down. You know, Ralph Ellison said something, and I think about it very often, when he talks about there are few things in the world um, that are really um, more dangerous than sleepwalkers. So, you know, the community of people that continue to parrot talking points that don't see the advantage of being engaged in local politics are going to be losers doubly because there's going to be this um, almost bubble bursting if I can't believe that it happened and then having to deal with the reality of what has happened in terms of Republican control if that's what happened. So people have to get engaged. It is a part of the responsibility of being a human. It's a part of the responsibility of being a community. And if every election is the most important election, well, just damn it, roll your sleeves up and go do that job and then go home. Um, I want y'all to pull the control room, get that uh, Obama clip ready. Uh, and I want to play this before I go to Greg. Uh, and Greg was going to have the final comment. Uh, today, that was a, a rally in Arizona uh, and President Biden spoke. By the way, Kristen Sinema, uh, her trifling ass, did not attend the rally. She probably would have got booed anyway. And in a minute and 31 seconds, Obama lays out clearly what's happening here. We've got more than 350 election deniers who are running for office. This is what he said today. Arizonans who who are just regular folks, Republicans, ask yourself, that's the guy you want in charge of your elections? Somebody who was part of a, an insurrection and it thinks it's okay to, for armed people to stand to intimidate folks next to ballot boxes? That's how America's democracy is supposed to work? I don't... I, doesn't that override party labels? And Arizona, let's be honest with each other for a second. I know folks out there, including Republicans, may be thinking there's no way somebody like that's actually going to get elected. 
You, you may think that's too extreme for Arizona, but we've seen I, I'm, folks can win if we don't do our part. And if you've got election deniers serving as your governor, as your senator, as your secretary of state, as your attorney general, then democracy as we know it may not survive in Arizona. That's not an exaggeration. That is a fact. And that should transcend party labels. The thing here, Greg, this is very simple. And this is to every black person who's out there BSing and listening to all these fools. These individuals, as Obama laid out, if they get into office, there ain't a damn thing black folks want or desire that they are going to support. They will gut it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's no surprise that Kristen Cinema, who is a wholly owned subsidiary of her billionaire masters, wasn't there. Um, we look at Arizona, where it's a very close race for the United States Senate. And uh, a lot of those folks who are running Democrat are trying to run on local issues and bread and butter issues. And they're trying to stay out of this national conversation. But the simple fact of the matter is the United States, which isn't a nation, but uh, a country full of a lot of different interests, the only national identity that this country has ever come close to having is white nationalism. And that is what the white nationalist party, the Republican Party, is running on. And uh, you look at the state houses of the 19 governor, uh, Republican candidates for governor, uh, the number one issue they're running on is school choice, then parental rights and then safety, then critical race theory, then restricting uh, trans students. All of the, that, the, in other words, they're running on fear. They're running on ginning up this white nationalist identity. Now, in contrast, the Democratic, Democratic Party uh, candidates for governor, their number one issue is increasing public school funding, followed by raising teacher pay, followed by mental health for students, followed by uh, addressing the teacher uh, shortages. Now, let's just contrast those two things. Now, unfortunately, the 44th president of the United States, President Obama, um, is the problem. Why? He could have literally, by adopting what used to be a Republican plan out of Massachusetts called Romney Care, expanded far beyond the health care, uh, expanded protections even wider had it not been for the Supreme Court who 10 years ago uh, blocked the uh, forcing the states to expand Medicaid. But I'm saying not to say that the reason I say he's the problem is because it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth. It could have been Franklin Roosevelt. He's black. And that is the unifying message mm. of the white nationalist party against mm. the blacks. And so local elections, as you've been talking about, at the state house level, you've got an organized gang called the white, I call a white nationalist party who don't have to campaign door to door. The only way you're going to beat those people is to turn at your people by paying attention, organizing, get out door to door. And guess what? 
the time for all of that is just about over. It's going to be about turnout now. Mm-hmm. And as you say, Roland, I mean, if you want to see what happens next, Erica, you, you, you said it, sis. If you want to see what happens next, you wake up next Wednesday morning. And then, you know, when we're, when we're over at Howard having this conversation, it's going to be a very different kind of conversation that we're going to have to have. Because that conversation is going to have to come down to how we're going to protect ourselves from the replay right. of the redemption era after Reconstruction in the United States. Mm-hmm. Look, folks, um, as Greg has laid out, there uh, there is history here. There is history here. And see, I'm not going to go back to the 1800s. I'm not going to go back to the 1920s and 30s, 40s and 50s, 60s and 70s. I'm going to go back to 2010. 2008, folks were excited. Obama, 44th president of the United States. Inauguration, January 2009. What happens November 2010? The very coalition that elected Obama president doesn't show up. November 2010. Who was enthusiastic? Tea Party. Who was excited? Who was pissed off? Who was angry? The Republicans. What ended up happening? Democrats lose significant seats. They lose the House. They lose the Senate. They'd already lost the Massachusetts seat of the C Senator Ted Kennedy. Scott Brown wins that seat. And so what do Republicans do? Let me remind everybody who's watching me, what do Republicans do when they win state legislatures? And let me say it again, folks. They did not just win the House. They won state legislatures that were split. Democrats control one, they control the other. They win both. They win governor's mansions. And what do they then begin to do? They begin to say absolutely not to Medicaid expansion after the Affordable Care Act had been passed. They begin to put into place voter ID laws. They begin to cut polling locations. That led to massive lines. They begin to file lawsuits against various voting laws across the country. They then begin to target college campuses, removing early voting locations from those college campuses. They then begin to target education. Then they begin to attack multiculturalism. That later later morphs into critical race theory. And so everything that you have seen Republicans do over the past 12 years emanated from the election of Obama, his inauguration, and then them getting the keyword control in the November midterm elections. So I'm not going to go back a long way. You can think back 12 years ago to how the politics in this country changed when a black man was sitting in the Oval Office. I didn't say the politics in Washington, D.C., the politics of America, the politics in D.C., in state capitals, in counties, in cities. It all began to change and shift 
because of the 2010 midterm. So, so let me give you another hashtag we tried to tell you. If they win Tuesday, if they get control of the House and or the Senate, but especially they have the House and the Senate, they will change laws to guarantee Trump wins in 2024, if not him, DeSantis. What then happens when they now are in control in 2024? What laws are then passed? Here's what's going to happen. If they get control of the House or Senate and they win in 2024, Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas retires to be replaced by a Republican president. To guarantee the conservatives have a six to three majority. Remember, Alito and Thomas are both over the age of 70. They will then appoint young white conservatives, but who are 39, between 39 and 50, to guarantee they're going to be on the Supreme Court for the next 30 years. That means I'll be 54 uh, in 11 days. That means they will be in control of a Supreme Court when I am into my 80s. Environmental laws, civil rights laws, affirmative action. I can just run it down the line, folks. All of those things are going to happen. So if y'all think I'm joking... If y'all saying there roller go trying to scare us, there he go fear mongering. Oh, and let me go ahead and say, y'all can go to that little reparations uh, rally on Saturday, November fifth. Y'all ain't getting nothing, not even HR forty, if they control the House and the Senate. Zero. You ain't getting HR 39, 40, 41, 42, 45. You can rewrite it all day. You can have you can have Darity. You can have Yvette, Antonio. They can do whatever they want. You will get nothing. Because not one Republican even remotely supports reparations. Then what y'all gonna tweet about? Oh, and lastly, you ain't get nothing black specific. But by all means, don't vote and see what happens. If you are white, black, Latino, Asian, African American, if you're progressive, if you actually care about the future of America for your children, you better defeat every single MAGA-loving Republican who's on the ballot. Sir. Because they don't have any love for us. And vote like your ancestors died for it. Zoom it out. Zoom it out. Amen. I wore the shirt for a reason. That's it. Greg. I appreciate it. Erica, I appreciate it. Tomorrow, folks, uh, we're going to be live uh, from Houston. He got this fool of Rob Morrow, hashtag Rolling Hates Reparations. Now, Rob, I'm just not dumb like you. I understand politics. And you can't get nothing unless the politicians vote for it.
which means that the politicians who want to return your phone call win. You ain't get nothing, Rob. All you gonna get is some linen out they pocket. Download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, X, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Also, please support uh, Bring the Funk Fan Club with your dollars. Uh, contribute to us by sending your check and money over to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling that roll on filter.com. Get your copy of my book, White Fear, how the brownie of America is making white folks lose their minds. Uh, and here I'm about to, here I'm about to uh, shut the show down. Uh, and uh, Jasmine b- b- brings, hi, I, really? What, what you want? You, you decided to finally show up? I'm literally about to end the show. Come on, get over here. I'm about to end the show, like literally grab the microphone. Like I'm about to shut it down. They were like, she's like, she gonna be in five minutes. Then it's five more minutes. There's five more minutes. There's five more minutes. But so y'all know the struggle what, the of trying salon? to raise money, right? Y'all know what it's like. Election day is on Tuesday, so I had my fundraiser. But you know, I would never miss out on my I'm brother. Saying, I'm about to end and, the show. And, and the hazing that you gonna try to deliver I'm on me? You know. See, the hazing has nah, already started. Y'all know she how rolling is. The salon. They ran I, long. I wasn't. She was getting ahead. The these, these are fresh braids, but from yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday right. though. Uh, you just left the shop. <laughs> All right, give us a sense. Uh, I, I, I've been looking at numbers. Uh, they need to be a lot better uh, yeah. here in Tarrant County. Yeah. No, overall, in the state of Texas, uh, we're struggling. So not just Tarrant County. Uh, our numbers are down. I was trying to figure out why our numbers down. And one of the things that I realized, Roland, was in our last uh, midterm, Trump was in office. And it was a lot of people that said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We should have showed up because things went a little wrong. And so... You know, without having that face, people aren't as motivated. But, but, but to they, me... They ain't got the face, but the policies are the still policy, there. The policy... And now there are more faces. You're absolutely right. And that's that's the thing, though. But we get motivated when I can look at somebody and say, oh, that's the villain. But let me tell you something. These policies are hurting us way worse. I mean, the fact that my predecessor, because I'm claiming it, Tuesday, y'all be on the lookout. Your girl is trying to finish this race. But she swore into the Texas House... 50 years ago, come January. And when she swore in, she swore in with a woman by the name of Sarah Weddington. Sarah Weddington was one of the attorneys on the Roe v. Wade case, because Roe v. Wade came out of Dallas, Texas. And so here it is, after serving in public service and giving her all for the last 50 years, when she went in, there was more progress being made back then than what we have right now. And so to me, that should be enough. And the people that don't understand that that's just the beginning. If you think you're safe, maybe because you don't have a uterus, I got news for you. They're coming for you, too. So it's a matter of stopping this regression, and that should be the motivator. But it's not enough. Well, well look, what I'm looking at is, I mean, I don't understand how folks could not be voting in Texas when you got Governor Greg Abbott who let people die because of the grid uh, with the storm. Uh, they've done, he's done nothing when it comes. Texas has had more mass shootings than any other state. We had Uvalde, El Paso. Um, 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 you had uh, Santa Fe. We can go on and on. He's done nothing. No, nothing. And so, and he can't blame anybody else. Actually, he has done a lot. Oh, done a lot. He's done a lot. 
Yeah, well, well, a lot of wrong done stuff. Done nothing to fix the problem. Exactly. And then, no. so then you have that, uh, that idiot Dan Patrick, lieutenant governor. And so, and they can't try to blame Democrats. No. But Republicans control statewide offices, a House, and Absol the Senate. Absolutely. And so that's been enough motivation. People say, no, get those bums out of office. Yeah. Oh, and, and don't forget Paxton. We have an attorney general that has been under felony indictments for seven years. Felony indictment. Now, I mean, I don't know about you, but most people, I don't see them sitting there and their case just pending and hanging and no conviction right. after seven years. They usually try to lock us up faster rather than later. But nevertheless, um, you know what? I know that we're disappointed with the numbers, but let me give a few shout out, a few shout outs specifically to Tarrant County. Tarrant County is the third largest county in the state of Texas. You got Harris County, where Houston is, is number one. Dallas County is number two. Tarrant County is number three. Tarrant County is actually outvoting Dallas County right now. I've never seen that happen. So while we're not excited about the numbers, Tarrant is doing something. But let me tell you, it takes us as black folk. We are the ones that have continually had to save democracy and put every single battle on our backs. And so I need us to show up. That's what I need us to do. Because guess what? They always come for us first. We will be the first ones hurting. So I need you to show up, call your mama, call your sister, call your granny, call your auntie. Make sure you show up and you vote because it is going to be on us. We are the ones that have the lead in our water. We are the ones that schools are behind. We are the ones that are always getting the least. And so we need to make sure, regardless of what anybody else does, we show up and we make our voices heard. All right. I think they hurt you. <laughs> they hurt you. They hurt you. you. Jasmine, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, then. All right, folks, this, uh, the band's about to get struck up here, uh, and so we're about to sign off. I appreciate everybody who participated today. I want to thank the Communication Workers for America uh, for bringing us in. We're going to be in Houston tomorrow. Yo, Trey, where are we at tomorrow? Well, I know that. I know in Houston. Oh, we'll be at Yates. Okay. Well, no, where am I doing the show from? This is it, Soul Food Cafe? This is where I'm doing the show from. All right, so if y'all in H-Town tomorrow, I'll be doing the show from This Is It Soul Food Cafe, uh, 5 to 7. During the show, of course, we'll also be having our GOTV event. So, again, everybody know what in Houston, uh, This Is It Cafe will be broadcasting live tomorrow from H-Town. So I'll stay here tonight, and then we'll go on the road to Houston in the morning. Folks, that's it. I'll see y'all tomorrow right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network live from Texas. Holla! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.